Live from 33 East, Ida B. Wells Drive, this is The Ryan Pollock Show on 88.1 WCRX-FM. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! The Ryan Pollock Show. I'll write it and we'll do it live! The Ryan Pollock Five, four, three, two, one. They suck. Show. Hello, place to go. Hello, place to go, darling. Hello, place to go. Hello, place to go. Hey, welcome into the Ryan Pollock Show. Another edition here on WCRX FM. Got an amazing guest with me today. Uh, we're just going to be doing the first hour of this, and I, I know this is dating it uh, if you're listening on the podcast, the after recording. But we've got Lollapalooza this week. I've been doing a lot of prep work for that, and I told Ashlyn Jensen, she's probably peeved, but I told her, I was like, we're just going to be doing one hour this week. But that's all right, because it's going to be a great hour, because we've got a very talented singer-songwriter who can capture your attention with just her guitar and just her voice. She doesn't need anything else. She just needs that. She plays solo and she plays in a duo and she kills on both occasions. Her name is Colleen Wilde and she's on the Ryan Pollock Show. Me. If 
Beautiful. Thanks. Yes. Uh, that's off your new album. It will be. It's off my EP and um, the full-length album I'm recording. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes, off the EP. Yes. Uh, Colleen Wilde. Yes. Welcome to the show. Don't, don't you like how I don't even ask you any questions? I just, just start telling you to just play songs. It's no pressure. No it's like a circus in here. I'm like... <laughs> Play now. I live uh, in a circus, so it's good. I know that. Oh, good. All right. <laughs> so you're used to the circus. Then. Uh, beautiful job. Um, why don't you take a quick second to introduce yourself to our listeners? Uh, and uh, they've, they've heard you play. But now tell them just like a little bit about what you do and who you are. Um, well, my name is Colleen Wild, And I've been a singer-songwriter since I was probably 14. Um, I play full-time. Uh, music now I would almost say full-time um, I play with a duo called Echo and Ransom I work with um, a couple of good friends Tim Preston Cheryl Rohde and Alex Hoffer um, and I like to collaborate and write and sing and the guitar is my tool and my voice is more my instrument so you do it all it's just fun and it's full-time too that's pretty, pretty much I mean I consider full-time if I'm playing Wednesday through Sunday. It's not always consistent full time, but Yeah, but you were we were talking goal. about this just before we went on. Yeah. Just before we went on and you said your your voice was a little sore. A little tired. Because, yeah. which amazed me because I couldn't even tell. Oh, thanks. Um, that means I'm doing my job. <laughs> yeah, you said it was a little sore because you played from Wednesday to Sunday yes. seven shows. Yes. Seven shows. So that's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's 5 days. Yep. Two Saturday and two Sunday. Sunday I I donate my time every once in a while to um, nursing homes if I can. I just there's something so awesome about connecting with all different walks of life, and it's very humbling when you're singing songs from your grandparents' era and people that otherwise don't get company or whatever. They start singing along. It's really I cried on Sunday a couple of times, and it's just gonna be honest. Oh, that's... It's very humbling, and it's very. It's very warming to connect through music. So yeah. it's, wow. it's fun for me to get So you're back. doing it all. I mean, you're out there. You're, you're 
you're volunteering your time and you're playing full time mm-hmm. and, and you've got a couple kids we were talking about out yeah, before <laughs> and you've got a husband and you got a new home you're talking about a lot of things going on yes. how do you find time for music um i just do if that makes any sense um when someone asks how i do it i, I just laugh because i don't i don't know um I pick up the guitar here and there um, in between laundry or I incorporate the kids in it. Um, you see, because there are people my age who <laughs> don't have jobs, who who uh, maybe their parents help them quite a bit, yeah. to say the least. And they're not playing seven shows between Wednesday and Sunday. That's not an always thing. That was a very, well, was no, a very but, cool experience. It was very, again, it was very humbling. Okay, well, four shows. wake up on from, Monday and go, oh, God, I'm so tired. <laughs> but, but four shows from Wednesday to Sunday. Yeah. Maybe that's a regular thing for you. Three, I mean, even three. With, with Echo and Ransom, we do play a lot. We're all over the place, which it's, Jason is, Jason Benefield is my duo partner in Echo and Ransom. And he just makes everything so seamless. He's one of my favorite guitar players and songwriters, and he just he just makes everything so fun. He just brings this be yourself energy, and it just we just feed off each other, and it just makes such an amazing, just an amazing thing. So yeah, it doesn't it's fun feel for like everybody. I'm working, you know. Yeah, it's just we just go and we just we're goofy and we have fun and we play songs we like. And yeah, you you go to a job that nobody's gonna yeah, get mad so, at you in. Well, I mean, people get weird. Well, people get scene. weird, but then you got stories, you know, <laughs> yes, come, yes. then you got stories for the rest of your life. Yes. Um, how did you get, so you talked about how you, you started when you were 14, Ish, yeah. which, you know, I mean, for, for as good as you are now, um, that's, that's pretty late in, in some yeah. scenarios, you know, uh, I, I know a lot of people that still do music. It seems like they started at a really, really young age, mm-hmm. and and I think that that's changing a lot more now. Yeah. I think you can start at a later age yeah. because you, there's more resources that you can get. Yeah. And, um, but but fourteen is is pretty later, I would say. Um, yeah, I mean, like I always sang. I was always in choirs, and I was always in. I did like Glen Ellen Children's Choir when I was really little, um, church choirs and stuff when I was little, um, school choir and things like that. So I always knew that I loved singing. It was always, I used to, I guess when I was little, I used to want to be like Madonna, which whatever, she's pretty awesome. So it's fine. Well, you live, you sound like Madonna oh, now. So. Cool. I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, I, just, um, <laughs> I used to want to be like that level of performer that was just this voice and all the bells and whistles. And um, I think I started singing in country music um, and branched out into metal around 18-ish um, and really kind of developed that love for it. And I think starting as late as I did helped because I was really able to find my own voice. I wasn't learning vocal lessons from a coach to grow up and sound like a vocal coach. Or I think it really just – everything. I don't know. Everything yeah. happens when it's supposed to. When you, <laughs> yeah, and when you, you start on your own, you start because you um, – because you find joy in yeah, something, and you was, find passion, yeah. and and usually sometimes when when these kids get thrown in these lessons, and I don't mean thrown in like they don't want to go, they might want to go, but um, they don't really know what they like yet. Right. And and I can tell you, when I was ten, I I go back and I find CDs that I listened <laughs> to on this little CD player that when my dad would hit a bump on the highway, it would skip. Yep. And Plus I go back and I, <laughs> yes, 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 those little Walkmans. These were before. 
iPods came out yes. and um, I'd listened to these and I, I see these CDs that I listened to and I was like, wow, I had no taste in music back then. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I had no taste. And so I think about that and I think about if I got into music that young and I had no taste in music, you know, yeah. what I think a taste in music is. Right. What I, what I, where would I be now? What would I be into? And so right. you discovered it on your own and you kind of got into those artists on your own and you were like, no, I don't want to sound like what this teacher is telling me. I want to sound like, I want to sound like Madonna. And My then I want to go into this. My mom was super helpful in cultivating that too because she knew I wanted to sing. So for a really long time, she was my momager, if you will. Oh, that's so she, nice. she, um, she kind of ran the, the um, managing end of things. And was very much like you should practice. You should practice. Even when I was like, I just want to be a kid. I'm like, hey, mom, thanks. <laughs> thanks for making me practice. Um, it would be like plugging into the giant home stereo system and singing along with Faith Hill for three hours to learn different runs and different control techniques and then deciding I don't like the way that sounds. I don't want to do that. So then working at it so that I don't sound like that. And you know, I was heavily influenced by pop era. I'm not going to lie to you. Christina Aguilera was my home yeah. girl growing up. That's I a good thing, though. There's a lot her. to learn from those. Yeah, and she just, yeah, I just learned a lot of those things. And my mom never stifled my interest in music. Yeah. She was very much like, if this is what you want, we're doing it. And Well, that's know. the thing is, like, parents, um, I remember my parents had a similar conversation with me, but, mm-hmm. but not uh, so forward as this, but... It's like, if you're going to do music, yeah. and we support it, mm-hmm. but if you're going to do something like music, then you better do it. And, yeah. you know, you can't you can't pick a career in music mm-hmm. and be like, well, I'll do music and maybe I'll do accounting. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can be an accountant and play, but you, yeah. you're not going to fully invest yourself into music if you're doing this other thing that's taking... And if you go in, you got to go all in yeah. and... And so it sounds like your mom was very uh, pushy. Very much in, yeah. In, Which is in, good, you know, in good ways. In a good mom way. In a mom way. Yeah. They want um, to see you succeed. Right. Yeah. I think that's what we all want for our kids, right? So you talked, we were, we were talking before and we we're kind of talking now how you, were, you started out with Madonna and then you got into some metal yeah. and you got into all of these things. Yeah. Um, and I always ask the artists this, and this is pretty funny because out there you said, I don't really sound like anyone. It's not good to sound like anyone. But I always ask who people think that they sound like if they could pick an artist. Um, your voice, your music, anything. You know, if you think you could put a label on it. I honestly, I get asked this a lot and I don't actually have a legitimate answer um, because outside of just a very small handful of female vocalists. I'm really influenced by heavy male vocalists like Corey Taylor, LJ from Slipknot, like I'm, or I'm Slipknot, Seven Dust. I'm mm-hmm. really like influenced by big male voices. So I don't, I don't know where I would fall. Um, one of my very good music friends compares me. She says every once in a while she'll hear things in the way I write and it's very Christine Aguilera-like. The, the vocal runs and the things that I do. I'm like, well, it's kind of a hodgepodge of everything. Well, then you're not going to want to hear what I wrote down. Oh, go ahead. Because I get Stevie Nicks a lot, too, No, sometimes. no, these are not anything okay. close to that. And you know what? These okay. two picks that I picked okay. would, if somebody saw this this little log that I have here in my <laughs> hands, they would think, why would you tell her that they sound like these two people? And they would think that this is maybe a joke. 
And I don't mean it as a joke. And okay. I was dead serious because okay. I was listening to your album, which you should listen to as well. Sing to my soul. Uh, you can find it anywhere. Yep. Spotify it's the uh, it's an it's a five track EP. I said I thought you sounded like the songwriting and the voice reminded me a lot of early Taylor Swift. Okay. It did. Right. I, I don't know if you might think you might leave here and say that kid <laughs> does not know what he's talking about. That's just one. I, I've never gotten that one. Before. Yeah. I, I thought just the way that things were so well written. And, and I, I like Taylor Swift a lot. I know she gets a lot of backlash from people yeah. and people don't like her. And um, She's but, a guilty pleasure. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Because, but she She's lines brilliant. up. She lines up with exactly what we were talking about. And right. what you were saying is how. I'm not going to be tied down to one genre. Yeah, and if she brilliant. was doing country still, like she could have been a one night wonder, but she knew how to adapt mm-hmm. and she made it to pop. And then as much as people want to argue with me and tell me that she wasn't hip hop, she definitely dabbled in it. Oh, she dabbled in it. And I mean, when you get future on your album and you got Ed Sheeran rapping and stuff, right. you're dabbling in hip hop. And then now she's doing this like bubblegum pop. I love it so much. <laughs> and it's good. It's catchy. It's good stuff. It's, that's like the soundtrack of my summer right now, which I never... In high school, high school me was like bubblegum pop or metal. There was no in between. And now I'm right back to that. Bubblegum pop or metal. Like I'm well, obsessed with Ingrid Michaelson's new album, which isn't necessarily bubblegum pop, but it's so brilliant. I'm obsessed with it. The way that she's uh the way that she's moving, you know, she could definitely yeah. 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 I mean, the way that she's moving, she could definitely go into uh, metal next. So you she might could go get into your... anything. Yeah, she's good. Uh, so I, I wrote Taylor Swift. The other one that I wrote that um, really might offend you is Miley Cyrus. No. Um, so Echo and Ransom, uh, the duo that I'm in, uh, we actually just started recording our first EP together. And when I was tracking my vocal line to one of the songs I'm going to potentially play today um take your time it's jason's i'm just gonna inter- i'm gonna backtrack here jason has known me forever i've known jason since i was 14 your duo, the partner yeah, my duo yes. partner we've known each other since i was 14 we've been playing off and on together for that long like he's just a phenomenal dude and he um makes this joke that he loves my song take your time so much that he's adopted it and it's his step song and it just it makes me so happy and it makes me laugh like i'm five because it's just so ridiculous <laughs> Um, but when we were tracking that, the the gentleman, um, Spencer, that was recording us, he uh, he's like, does anyone ever told you that you remind me of like early Miley Cyrus? And I was like, no, but I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take it because I loved early Miley Cyrus where she was dynamic with her voice and the things that she was capable of. It was mm-hmm. beautiful. I remember my sister would, would watch her movie. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. What it was about? I don't remember she either. was being My country. Were, like loved. It. Oh, Hannah Montana, maybe. Oh yeah, maybe it was a Hannah, Hannah Montana, Montana movie. Yes, know. yes, yeah. That's exactly what yeah. it is. And I remember she'd listen to the soundtrack then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember how that voice sounded—that early Miley Cyrus, yeah. more country—and you mm-hmm. kind of remind, reminded reminded me of that. Yeah, I've, I've gotten that now as of recent. Which yeah, is pretty cool. So I mean those, and really, but you know, the thing is though, is that you don't. You sound like them, but. They're not obvious. They're not like, oh, this person just sounds like Taylor yeah. Swift. They're not. And that's what's good about mm-hmm. it is I always say this to to people um, who who I mean it with. I don't just say it. but <laughs> So I'm not just saying this because – but it, you want to have that voice where it's like, man, 
or that sound. It's like, it sounds like somebody, but I can't put my finger on it because that just means like you think you've heard this before or it's good enough and it's unique mm-hmm. enough that right. you, you've, you think you've heard this. And I, I feel that same way about, about your voice and about your style too. Well, thanks. Yeah. I get, I get Stevie Nicks a lot when we play mm-hmm. out in, in bars and stuff. I get, you should sing Stevie Nicks songs a lot. And I'm like, I kind of like Stevie Nicks a lot. So that's yeah. fine too. Um, I get, I get that one probably more than anything. But it's it's just cool. It's cool to hear what other ears hear because we can't really hear what we sound like, you know, unless it's like played back to us. But again, it's our perception of what we sound like. Yeah, we sound different to ourselves. And you think you're influenced by certain people, and yeah, you know, and so they're you, like, oh, I don't you think you 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 might lie to yourself and be like, no, I do sound like this person, <laughs> you know, because you are so influenced and you love that yeah, artist if so I much. I could write and, like Claudio Sanchez of Coheed and Cambria. You bet all day. That's what I would do, but I can't. I just can't. I'm not capable of that yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not capable of instrumentation like that yet. I'm working well, toward that goal. <laughs> you know, speaking of instrumentation, and uh, you know, we're, we're joined today on the Ryan Pollock Show by Colleen Wild. Uh, tune in on Facebook, Facebook Live uh, at Chicago's Underground. You can see us. Um, she's going to play another song here in a second, but uh, the way this conversation is going, we might not even take any breaks in this whole <laughs> thing. Because, no, this is great. I I'm would, a chatty Kathy. I it's would rather thing. not take breaks and listen to two-minute PSAs, so I think we're just going to keep plowing right through i was going to talk about your uh ep that came out in october of 2018 five tracks on it yep you said that this was kind of like a precursor to an album that's maybe coming out now yes i'm working on i'm really excited about this so if you're watching and i'm I'm beaming it's because i'm super excited about it um i'm working on my first full band full length album where i really have full input in it it's it's obviously there's a producer and co-producer and all that but i really have like veto power i guess to be like no i actually don't like that change it where every other project i've been in in the past it's been like do you like this and eh, i don't really like it okay but then we're gonna keep it because we like it yeah where there's like it's my it's like my own little baby and i'm super excited about it that's and, awesome and the fact that it's full band and i get to pick i get to hand pick the musicians that i want on it and it's 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 turning out to be really cool. Well, that's so cool because I, I wrote down on here and I was listening to, um, well, this is about the time that I, th- I thought that you sounded like Taylor Swift. I was doing the dishes and I always love listening to music while you're doing the dishes because Same. you're just like you just something. Yeah. You're just, it's therapeutic. You got the yep. cold water or the mm-hmm. warm water going over your hands and you're doing the dishes. And um, I thought... For whatever reason, I you know didn't even think about what I was listening to. My brain shut off, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what song it was or where it was at. But I heard a drum set come in. Like I I knew there was going to be a drum set coming in. I was like, here it comes, and then there was nothing. And that's when I started thinking. I was like, man, you know, this should be produced fully because mm-hmm. it sounds great with an acoustic guitar in your voice, you. and it sounds amazing, and it's entertaining to listen to. And there's not a lot of EPs or or projects that people listen to or release that can do that i appreciate that people get bored by that these days you know yeah those kids these days don't have any (laughs) patience i'm one of those kids these days (laughs) me too me too and so i think it um it's a good thing that i was able to listen to all of them without getting bored now you know you take these five songs and i'm not getting bored with them and you put a band behind them and now it's amazing yeah worth Um, it is going to be the title track of the album okay yeah the one i the one i just played is going to be the first 
completed full band completed yeah oh good yeah i i really thought um broken is one that i really i've danced with whether or not i was going to put a full band to it or not it's the the chuggier one yeah on there. well let's and hear it uh okay, okay yeah i you like how i just i told you this is a circus <laughs> in here i'm just like okay, okay. play um, now so i haven't played it in a hot minute so was this one of were you gonna even play this <laughs> no, today I totally no oh uh, well i don't <laughs> okay. want to put you on the spot it's but okay. um it just takes me a second to remember it yeah yeah take your time yeah we're listening to yeah. colleen wilde local chicago musician she's um she's playing seven shows in five days when was the last time you ever played seven shows in five days never um <laughs> you'd be surprised a lot of my music friends do it we all do it. well we yeah I guess I'm talking to more people my age. Fair. So uh, I got babies to feed. Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> Mama Bear is playing shows around Chicago. Um, All right, so we're, I'm gonna give it a try. Yeah, and this is this, this is, is broken, broken yeah. off of the EP. Yeah, uh, we're gonna give it a go. Yeah, <clears throat> I did not prepare this one. <laughs> Anxiety sits in as I look through the door The problem in my world is I'm so quick to war I know how to let go, I know how to forgive But I let too much feeling penetrate my skin As your soft, sweet hand caresses my face The length of your stare and strength in your embrace. Broken, you've left me shattered into oblivion. Scattered across the bathroom floor. Holding on to nothing.
course i you know you come in here and you play the seven shows in five days and you say your voice is sore and then i make you play one of maybe the probably one of my bigger ones yeah yeah the the bigger uh belters yep. um but it sounded amazing thanks it sounded great i love i love the i'm a sucker for that <laughs> any kind of rhythm like that and i'm like uh i love it thanks. sounds great thanks. i can't wait to hear that produced yeah it's gonna be fun that's gonna come out when did you say maybe this is gonna happen so if I say it on the air, it's kind of making me have a deadline, I guess. Um, my goal is December, January. Okay, good. So is we just goal? set the deadline. So that's it. Now January. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, the, the people I'm working with at Third City Sound in Juliet are phenomenal. So I have no doubt that the capabilities by December. It's just good. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're amazing. They're very good at it. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to hear that. You can, uh, you can listen to the, um, the acoustic version I should say mm-hmm. now, uh, anywhere, wherever you find music, sing to my soul. We're going to talk about, uh, maybe we'll talk about the album a little bit more when we come back and we'll talk sure. about, uh, uh, her, her duo echo and the ransom. I'm just echo and ransom. Did I say the ransom? You did. It's fine. Oh yeah. Echo and ransom. We'll talk about <laughs> the name of the band, how to pronounce it and where you can listen to them. That's all coming up on the Ryan Pollock show after the break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Ryan Pollock show on 88.1 WCRX-FM. Be sure to check out WCRX's variety of podcasts, including The Career Class, hosted by professors Flora Bernetti and Lisa Hopkins-Newell. The Career Class is about chasing success in contemporary America, fueling motivation and aspiration, and striving for growth in individuals' careers. Check it out. Um, But this chapter really kind of flipped me into thinking about, you know, seeking out people who are thinking differently. They, they're not in agreement with me. And instead of dismissing them, like, oh, okay, thanks, um, embracing them and going, talk to me a little bit about our difference, our disagreement, and using it as a way to learn something and adding it onto your knowledge instead of rejecting it, going, okay, they don't agree with me. They don't see my vision. You know, they're not. Available wherever you get your podcasts. We were talking about Taylor Swift earlier. And now we're coming back with Taylor Swift in the bump. And I didn't tell Colleen about it. But then we decided to come back. I was like, you know what? I'll just catch her off guard and start playing this. We both like Taylor Swift. We were talking about Taylor Swift and how... I don't know. I think Colleen sounds like her, but... not Maybe not there, but... In other situations. Uh, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean it in a compliment. Some She's people would. successful. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, some people would think that I'm joking around or something, but I, I was, 
when I wrote that on there, I thought, oh, I, I have to really explain myself when I say this because she gets a bad rap sometimes. But I take it. Uh, good. Let's talk about this this EP. We were we played a couple songs off of it. Now mm-hmm. we talked about how it's going to become a full one. Um, but as much as I don't like to talk about on my show, like what's your inspiration for this song? And <laughs> where do you write to write? And you know how high do you get before you write this song? Not enough. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, um, but, but like, as much as I hate talking about that stuff, mm-hmm. um, let's talk about it a little bit and just talk okay. to me. Is there a thread through this album? You know, is there something that can kind of be tied through all the songs, or is it just kind of, kind of a mishmash of so, songs you threw together? I think if you look hard enough, everything can be connected. Realistically, um, especially in a writer's a, a writer that writes for themselves and not other people, everything can be connected. So I wrote, um, it's me whacking things. I wrote uh, these collection of songs anywhere from. <laughs> now I'm falling over. She's banging her guitar. I'm slipping off the. By the way, you can see all of this oh, really right can. here on WCRX on our uh, at Chicago's Underground Facebook page. You can see it's like a circus in here. I was telling her, you know, I was having her play. It's like it's a circus in here. And we're doing tricks. We're, oh, we're just falling all over everything. Banging things, falling off of chairs. So, anyways, before I fell out of my chair. <laughs> You were saying? Um, I wrote these songs probably like nine years ago now. Um, and it, for me, um, as a guitar player, was really the first collection of songs that I really felt like I kind of understood how to play the guitar. Um, and they, they kind of happened quickly. I joke around a lot when people ask me how I write and what I write about, that I'm really just a vessel for the song. That like... There's like a mysterious song cloud that floats around and then like I get struck by the lightning and I'm like, okay, write it, write it, write it now. Time to go. You just got to get it out. And usually all of these songs on this EP and currently this album I'm working on, they were all written in under a half an hour each Um, because I'm a mom. So I get a very small window of time to be like figure it out or else something's going to yeah. go wrong and you, you're going to lose it forever. You got to finish so. the song during bath yes. time while your husband's <laughs> yeah. giving the kids the bath <laughs> right. and you're like running around doing all these things. So I learned to write very quickly and not fight it. So that EP was the first collection of songs that I didn't fight the process. I just kind of let them happen. Um, they all have underlying meanings and feelings because I'm a, a very emotional being. So um, if I get mad about something as simple as, I don't know, someone cutting me off on the highway, I'll go home and write an angry song about what I think that person's life is like. That's good, though, because you can find so many people are like, oh, I only find inspiration when this happens. And like, I can't find any inspiration. And, you know, it's all about writing an emotion and like taking it when I get it. It is. And those are just excuses to not write. And those are just people that don't can't write and the only way to do that is to write more it's a muscle and you have to kind of I work write it. a lot jason always jokes around he's like i write a song one every six months every six months and she shows up and she's like hey i wrote a song today and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a thing it's just they're not all great they're not all keepers but it's it's my be sure to check out wcrx's variety of podcasts including focal point created in collaboration with the museum of contemporary photography focal point is a podcast exploring the artists themes and processes that define and sometimes disrupt the world of contemporary and that's the key is they don't need to be what are they good no and you think about it 
there's this like perception that everything that a musician does or writes down has to be good and and it makes sense because you know especially with things that you would think that it would need to be that way because if you're really really digging deep into your emotions and it means something to you doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything to you it just might be like well couldn't write anything about it or nothing came to me at the time but there's this perception that it's like it means that much to you then it better be good and get your podcast no it's not true i wrote an angry song about like i don't know i'm grasping here because i can't remember but something simple as like changing diapers i wrote a song like just the emotion of being frustrated it had nothing to do with diapers but just that frustrated emotion just did it stink it did that's why we don't play it (laughs) it was all bad all of it but that's you got the joke, right? Okay. All right, all right. All right. I got your joke. I so got you. Stupid. Oh, Dad jokes for days. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, that's just yeah, so bad. Every song on that EP is, it's called Sing My Soul because it's very, it's very much where my soul was. Does the ago. artwork have anything to do with that? Because um, it's very, very interesting. It's got, if you haven't seen it, you should just go look it up. It's Sing My Soul, and you can find it wherever you listen to music. And you know you listen to music, so go wherever you're doing that <laughs> and search it. Colleen, C-O-L-L-E-E-N, Wild. And um, is it like a mermaid? It is a mermaid. Yes, so. <laughs> and I also have to cut you off and ask you, is it fish turning into birds? It is. Ah. <sighs> See, I thought so. I zoomed in on that. Flying bird, flying birdfish. So, um, this this um, guy Jordan, uh, is, I'm friends with him on Instagram, and I love his artwork. It's phenomenal. Um, I'm terribly prepared, and I don't have his Instagram link uh, memorized, but he's phenomenal. And he um, he offered to do artwork for me, um, just just to do it. And so I was like, well, I was thinking something nautical, but not like cliche. And my um, best friend jokes around that, um, well, I joke around that I wanted to grow up to be Ariel and I really became Ursula, like the sea <laughs> witch, so like stealing voices. Um, but I really wanted the artwork to be um, a faceless mermaid because I'm happiest in water. And uh, I wanted, like, in that scene where Ursula takes Ariel's voice. And it's just like this glowing orb. Oh, I remember Ariel's that soul, picture now. Because that's, to me, yep. what you know, music is, it's your soul. So I really kind of wanted that to, like, throw a nod to that, but not be so obvious. Yeah. Um, and then I'm obsessed with the moon. So I said I wanted, like, the, the moon crescents. Yeah, you've got the waning and the waxing and crescents. The and yeah. um, he just he put this together and he's like, Do you like this? And I absolutely love it. What are the it. fish with the birds? What is that? Um, I think they were just cool, but for yeah. me I think it, it represents a transformation. Very so cool. and that's yeah. kind of what this transition is. It's like a transformation for me. Wow. I, I see I love when people when people put that much effort into their stuff because he, just, he listened and he did amazing. So I was like, These are the things I want, but none of them really go together and I don't actually know and he was like, Ta da you know like, that's the that's Thank the you. funny thing though is that when you ex- when you explain it to someone you think it doesn't go together but yeah. when people are on the outside looking in they're like wow that is so deep and so cool <laughs> and really it's just like eh, I like this Disney I like, movie I and, like this Disney movie and mermaids and but it all <laughs> ties together though and it does no it does though and um, I, I love when people put that much yeah. effort into their stuff and it's not just like something that you know doesn't mean anything to them or it sounds I like think, you at least put a coherent thought together yeah 
and I like that. Yeah, I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, that was the first thing that stuck out to me. It's very unique. Um, explain the the. So you wrote these nine years ago. Mm-hmm. How yeah. um, soon was the? It was nine years ago. Was the the last one that you've written on there, they or was that when you started kind of like writing? The same year. Okay. All written in the same year. It's really when um, I decided that I really wanted to play music because I've always obviously played music and sang and done things, but. Um, not until I was pregnant with my first son did I like really play guitar and then I didn't and then I did and then I didn't and I was very wishy-washy with it. Um, I suffer from fear of success syndrome. It's a thing. And uh, so I would sabotage every opportunity that came to me. It was just a thing. Um, and so, so I started writing. And what did and you say it was? Uh, fear it, I just coined it fear of success yeah. syndrome. No, yeah, I know you didn't. It's not. It's not like a thing. But- it's just a thing that I've recognized my pattern. You don't want to fail or you... No, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to achieve what I wanted. So like once I get what I want, what's next? Like, oh, yeah. I yeah. get to that point where I'm like, but if, but if I get it, then, then what? There's so this ties into something I was going to ask you about, there. kind of about career and chasing mm-hmm. it and making it in yeah. the music industry. And we were talking off air and I was telling you about how someone just texted me today and was asking me if anyone from Columbia here on campus, if anyone has made it. Mm-hmm. that I know of. And I said, that's such a subjective term made it. And so I wanted to ask you what your definition of make it is. And if you've made it yet, or if you haven't, <laughs> that's funny. What do you look to do? I get asked that question. And I don't, when I was younger, my answer would be, you know, big stages, tours, big lights, big money, big, all these things. And, and now when I really take a step back, I just want to, feel happy playing music and I want to be doing it as often as I possibly can with people that I love to play music with. And, um, if we go on the like larger scale of things, my friend and I have a five year plan. Like we joke around, we have a five year plan. Um, it's not a joke. It's a real goal. You and Jason from, uh, no, my friend Deb, one of my girlfriends, oh, okay, she's the okay. one that does my awesome hair. Um, she, and I have like a five year plan and I said in five years, I want to play Northerly Island. I don't, care how I get there, but I want to play that stage at least once. So that was like my five-year goal. And I'm like, I don't want to say that would be like, make it, but... But that would be a, that'd be a milestone. That'd be a pretty awesome milestone. Yeah. I, just, I just want to play big stages and really connect. Like that's that's awesome. Know. Yeah, like and that's... But when you explain it, though, it sounds so... It sounds genuine. When some people explain what they... Are looking to do it sounds more uh just doesn't sound like they have it together of exactly what they want to do and it sounds like you have a passion for it um and you know that it's not just fame if you're in it for the fame if you're in it for the money then you, you gotta you get know, out because you're not gonna get used to be i used to be like oh i want to be famous I wanna yeah be famous. and everybody start i think everybody starts out you like know, that it, it's I have I have kids now, so I don't I don't I don't want to be famous. People are weird. <laughs> okay, I have tiny humans that I have this mama bear instinct to protect. So I want to be able to play, and I want people to really connect with the music I'm playing, and I want people to feel the things. I don't want them to feel the things I'm feeling because sometimes these come out of like dark places. But I want people to know, like, if I write a song about hope, that it's it's a it's a, hey, you're not alone feeling these mm-hmm. feelings. And, and that's why I really like what Jay and I do as Echo and Ransom. Because the songs that we have together are so 
like he writes and then I write and then we come together and we kind of just make them a thing and work them together that way. And I, they're so human, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're real, they're raw, they're human. And they're like, these are legit emotions that everybody feels. So like when you're listening to the song, you are literally not alone. And that's, what's really cool about this. Yeah. That's, that's what I love about Jason's writing. And that's connecting with people. And, and I think that the more natural you let that happen, the the more it happens. If you yeah. just, if you don't think about it so much and you're not in it for right. the fame and things just like that. Stay and, but in the, my own way. But let's be honest. I mean, that's how we all start out is we right. all start out. We see our favorite artists. For me, yeah. it was the Beatles. And I see these, these videos, these vintage yeah. videos of them running down the streets and you got all these people that are after them. I mean, we're human beings. And, and especially if you're a musician, you like attention. And you and love adoration. Everyone does. Everybody yeah. Being told Everybody reason. loves yeah. that. And, and when you're not, you feel like you're not successful. But as soon as you figure out that you have to be in it for the pure music and the pure yeah. just writing and wanting to connect with people, the, the sooner you make it. So that's a great, I love that, the five-year plan, the Northerly Island. The Northernly It'd Island. be super sweet if Echo and Ransom could play Northerly Island. I'm just throwing that out there. Universe. If anybody's listening, you know. Just, um, I just, there's so much room for us to run around and be goofballs, and that would just make me really yeah. happy. Well, that's good. That's good <laughs> that you have those. And Yeah, you know, we were, we were talking about the, the definition of make it in the music industry, and there's people... Um, there's people that have quote, quote, made it, um, who don't even really feel like they're done yet. And, and they've played these gigantic stadiums to people that they never even thought that they would get in front of. And then that passes and a year goes by and you still have to keep going and there's no ending. You know, you could play a show sold out 10 nights at Wembley stadium, Mm -hmm. but in 10 years, you could be nobody and you have to keep going and you have to keep working. And it's the same way as if you're a uh, quote unquote nobody or you haven't made it everybody's yet. Everybody's got to, yeah. I mean, it's, it's really all, um, there's been a lot of soul searching this past month. So that's why I can come to you with a level head about things like this. Um, it's all about perception. It's a view of perception and how you choose to view it. Um, there's been a lot of, you know, soul searching and who we are, who we want to be, what we want to be and what we want our sounds to be and are we doing too much are we not doing enough and really and we the collective like musician we um because we're all out here we're all hustling we're all doing the same thing we're all looking for the same end goal we all want to pay our bills with our passion like everybody wants to do that um and i lost my train no that Um, i I know exactly what you mean it's just like that that's that's success for me to be able to pay I told my friend the other day, I said, I want to pay my mortgage with my work. I want to have things lined up where like I can play, I can pay a mortgage yeah. with, with it. Like I don't need to because there's two of us bringing income, but, but still though, that's a, you know, that's, that's a goal for me to be like, I'm capable of doing that. That's a good dream to have. That's a, that's a realistic dream to have. Also yeah. Northern Island is it? I hope so. Yeah. That would well, be so much fun. That's going to happen. We're going to get you back on the Ryan Pollock show once that happens. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So real quick, we don't have a lot of time left, so maybe we can, we can, you know, let's hit a song now. Okay. Are you feeling it? Sure. Because she played, she played, I keep saying this, she played seven shows in five days last week, uh, Wednesday to Sunday, and now she's here, and I've been been working her like a dog on the show <laughs> it's fine pulling out the whip like play it play again again this is gonna be our third song um and and the last one so enjoy it 
Colleen Wilde. Here she is. Uh, this song's Take Your Time. This will be Echo and Ransom's first EP single. Oops.
Take your time Take your time Take your time Can I mention that Echo and Ransom is going to be at Beerhead in Wrigleyville on Sunday? Yes, we were just about to okay, touch sorry. on all of it. No, 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 no. That's good. I like the enthusiasm. Clicked. Yeah, yeah. Clicked. Look at she was like, I just nailed that song, and now you can hear me nail it again. At <laughs> but with Jason, it's so much. More or is that fun. part of the song? Maybe that was part of the yes, little tagline at the end. It's the tagline at the end. That's exactly it. <laughs> Great job uh, Thank today. You. Thank you so much for coming down. Thanks. Let's plug the social media. Let's plug everything. Yes. Uh, upcoming shows. Your next seven shows in five days. Where can we? Uh, um, well, <laughs> so, um, this Friday I'm sitting in with the gentleman you met me with, Alex Hoffer, at Elder Brewing and Juliet. They're doing a pre-party for a big shindig thing on Saturday. Um, I don't remember what time that starts, but that's all over the internet. Um, and Sunday, Echo and Ransom will be at Beerhead in Wrigleyville. Um, again, I'm I'm fuzzy on the time frame because I'm really bad at the That's all right. we emotional can things. Find all that. Echo and Ransom, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Same with me, Colleen Wild. Conventional spelling of both, um, all over the place. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Perfect, and you can find it all there, and you can you can go listen to them. Really, go check them out live. I saw you and um, you saw me and my friend Alex. Alex yes. at uh, where were we? We were St. Charles the. Arcana. Yes. yes, and absolutely killed it. It was a little part of this little competition, and um, there were full bands that got up there and everything. And you know, you'd automatically just think by the sound and the size of these bands that they would end up winning. And I'm so glad whenever the judges picked you guys to win well, because you. you guys nailed it with two people on the stage. Thank you. Seriously, check them out. Uh, thank you so much for coming down. Thank you uh, so much for having me. This was great. Yeah, of course. Thanks great. for coming on the Ryan Pollock Show. And remember, you can tune in to The Ryan Pollock Show every Wednesday at 7 p.m. where I bring on a new local artist. Did you enjoy the podcast? Be sure to check out WCRX's variety of podcasts, including The Career Class, hosted by professors Flora Bernetti and Lisa Hopkins Newell. The Career Class is about chasing success in contemporary America, fueling motivation and aspiration, and striving for growth in individuals' careers. Check it out. Um, But this chapter really kind of flipped me into thinking about you know, seeking out people who are thinking differently. They, they're they not in agreement with me. And instead of dismissing them, like, oh, okay, thanks, um, embracing them and going, talk to me a little bit about our difference, our disagreement, and using it as a way to learn something and adding it onto your knowledge instead of rejecting it, going, okay, they don't agree with me. They don't see my vision. You know, they're not. Available wherever you get your podcasts.